What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Uh, apologies on the hiatus of not putting out any content. It has been a challenging couple of weeks, um, to say the least, with technical problems and scheduling stuff between me and Jordan. But uh, we're finally back, thank God, um, and talking about uh, Stadia and all the things we really think that are good and or bad um, and in between. And as always, joining me is Jordan. What's happening, Jordan? Hello. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a. It's been like a solid month. I think like four weeks since uh, we last talked. So, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a roller coaster. I think trying to catch up with Stadia and try out its features and talk about like what's going on and because so much is happening in such a small space of time like mm-hmm. four weeks seems like it's no you know a month in general seems like it's not a long long time but since you know every day different things are rolling out or different things are breaking or no working um your stadia's stadia's uh it's, it's been i don't know i'm trying to find the words but it's really difficult to talk about it's a it's an up and down yeah. process it seems to be like there's some things people are like oh that's cool yay and then there's other things that are just putting it right down and people seem to be focusing too much on the negative in my opinion but, yeah uh, but i totally get why yeah i mean like the thing i will definitely say is that and this is this is an unbiased opinion of Stadia, and we have a channel that is dedicated to Stadia, and we talk about things related to Stadia. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely feel what people have said about it. There's one thing that people have said about it consistently that I feel is actually quite accurate, and that is, it's no finished. Um, no. I feel like um, a lot of people have said that you know Google rushed to the market to try and catch up with XCloud and all the other services that were launching alongside it to try and get some uh, market share as quick as they could, especially before, before like financial year end, which I think has moved now and I think is closer towards January. So has it? I think so. I think oh. that I think that the tax years are, are moving. But anyway, but aside for that, mm-hmm. um, I think it's very similar to when the the Switch launched um in 2017 um and it launched with like one game which was zelda um you know for like eight months there was no huge playable content on it there was nothing massive coming to the console and there was a load of features that were like never really implemented the fact that it didn't even have an online service until i think the end of the year um, closer towards 2018 so yeah um but they needed to get that out before well they need to get it out with uh zelda because the new zelda would sell the console but also the fact that um just a lot of stuff was missing from it i think people put up with it because they didn't have like a lot of huge expectations for switch they were kind of like oh it's another nintendo console it'll probably be cool they'll probably buy it um but then stadia i think is a similar casualty to that and that google has rushed this out as quick as they could to try and get you know people talking about it and maybe even you know try and cash in on the whole holiday Christmas experience where people would buy this as a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they should so have yeah, pushed that one more. Yeah, I think it's. I know they've they've had advertising recently. Um, I mind watching the Game Awards and there was a couple of adverts for Stadia, um, but I still don't feel like. I feel like one of their biggest weaknesses at the moment, especially, is their marketing. It's just so stale and there's no information coming out about it and people are very slow to respond online about, you know, things that are going on or people having technical problems. 
there's just like so much that they could be doing better. I mean, I think it was recently somebody pointed out to me that Stadia had put a job listing for a communications officer um, for the company. <laughs> so like that's probably one position they just haven't filled yet. And it's very evident because their social media stance at the now is pretty basic. Um, We're out of touch. We need a professional. <laughs> yeah, they kind of do. They do need they really somebody do. who's going to be able to handle the PR because... Mm-hmm. It's like when, you know, the last time Xbox launched their Xbox One and they had their previous president or kind of head of Worldwide Studios and then he left and Phil Spencer came in and the image he's portrayed and the PR he's done for that company in the last two years has been, like, the best first aid in the world. Of course, I mean, like, Phil. Yeah, like, he was a gamer. He run game studios. He knew more about the business than most guys who were just businessmen. So... You know, he implemented backwards compatibility, Game Pass, a lot of other things. The whole game system now, where you can like buy an Xbox for like twenty pound a month, and you get Buddy Pass included in it. And then when the new Xbox comes out, you get a free upgrade and everything. Like that's all his team's doing. So, like that's kind of what stayed in at this point. I know they have Phil at the moment, who is or their version of Phil, sorry, who is running, um, you know, Stadia, but. Yeah, the the whole front-facing experience has been really lackluster, and I feel like they're missing out on a huge opportunity to just get people known about Stadia. I think the best thing they've done was getting a lot of influencers involved um, on YouTube and sending out free review copies to people to review, which was also a double-edged sword because mm-hmm. none of those guys pre-ordered, none of those guys were like you know paying for it's that not day be one. A biased. Yeah, oh, but then. Be- yeah but they 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 were sent out to those guys for free but then the people who actually pre-ordered it on day one were missing codes for like three days yeah that's kind of that's kind of shy yeah that was really shy i mean i definitely especially me i mean i was i wasn't too bothered because um i I didn't pre-order mines till i think like september and so i was like you know i'm kind of last on the queue um and i managed to get my code i think about four days after it launched, um, oh, maybe three. Uh, all right, I thought it was like a week. I could, oh, I don't know, something like that. I can't remember. I don't think it was long. I don't think it was the actual week, but yeah, I did. I did wait a couple of days. Um, I think it was more, more. Uh, I say more worse. That's not a word. It was worse because I got my Stadia uh, hardware delivered to me day one, and it was there like on the nineteenth. But then effectively it was just a really expensive paperweight for a couple of days because i couldn't use it so um and the fact that you know like you can only buy games on the store on the app on your phone there's no online store just now there's no really there's not even really a proper user interface on the web browser um the fact that the web browser doesn't play 4k 60 fps 5.1 like that's something that isn't part of the ecosystem at the moment like you can only get that experience on the chromecast which is i suppose understandable because you know that's where they want people to play the games most but i do know a lot of people like a lot of people who are playing it in their browser either at you know at the, on the computer at work or a laptop they have lying about um so i was kind of that was one thing i was like pissed at the what's the one thing i was like what the fuck because you know as part as a pro subscriber i thought i was going to get the 4k experience on my web browser turns out it wasn't so um yeah, there's just there's a lot of inconsistencies in the market, and that we're promising a kind of a lot of features in games, and then you know, like even before the the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, we we have to cover a lot of things. I'm glad we've got an hour because we haven't <clears> talked about the state experience since it launched. 
even stuff you were talking about pre-launch where you know they had 12 games originally then like at the 11th hour before it launched they doubled it to 22 and now just only recently like today they have just launched the last of the games they mm-hmm. promised for 2019 like ghost recon yeah, and borderlands 3 um and borderlands 3 is update wise yeah well, well borderlands is the, the gearbox have said that the the patch version is dating back to october for the stadia version so it's not the most up-to-date um for bug fixes and also people have reported that it's running at 30 fps not 60 so yeah it was the same with red dead people found out when red dead launched and i've been playing it online um it's very hard to notice on the tv because it does look pretty good but people have said it is running at 1080p or maybe even 1440p um but definitely not 4k um the same with destiny 2 which was like their flagship title that is i think confirmed as it's it's 1080 and oh, it's, no, I've, I've experienced um, no, i think I've it's even 60 fps it might be 60 fps i can't remember yeah yeah no definitely um, not but again not what was promised for um the the majority of people that were expecting it to be and then we had some real problems like we i think played, yeah we played, we played it, um, it like the first when weekend we i think, actually got the, the code. um we played uh we played destiny 2 we thought we'll try to give it a go um we'll do a we'll do a raid or something uh or mm-hmm. a, a strike or something like a nightfall strike is that what they're called something like that and then it just yeah we done something it was like fun that, yeah. it was working but then sometimes on mind not necessarily gordon's in mind it was just just messing up it wasn't really going consistently and i don't know if that it's very 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 possible it's because of my connection but i you know i do get 200 meg regularly yeah and it's just it's just convenient that it's every time i'm playing that game i'm getting like drop dead nothing because when i'm not playing stadia it goes back up to about 150 200 meg so it's just strange i don't know i found in my office because i mean at the moment um I'm running most of my, my game stuff out in my office because that's where I do most of my work day to day. But my connection should be about 100 meg, and I think on an average I get about, you know, maybe 80, 85 meg. Um, but then when I go in the web browser uh, version of Chrome, or the the, the Chrome version, sorry, of, of Stadia, um, my connection status is always shown as good. And I know if it shows excellent, that means you're getting 4K. So I would get that with my chromecast in the house but then the chrome browser is always consistently a good quality which is really interesting because then i'll test the connection it'll be like you know maybe even the lower end it's like 60 65 megabytes but of course we were told for 4k all you needed was 35 yeah and it seems like that's also not true as well like that's something that's not and then it also varies from game to game you know like yeah. i'll play mortal kombat and I'm like, wow, this looks really impressive. And, and that's then the thing, because I, I had the exact same experience with Tomb Raider. Like, oh, I thought, you know, I, I was playing the definitive version of the first Tomb Raider remake, and it, it ran really well. And I was getting good, you know, 60 frames. If mm-hmm. Everything was fine, and, it, you know, we were going, going along great. So I don't know if it's maybe just because it's a high-intensity multiplayer game mm-hmm. that's causing it, but I, I don't know. The, the single-player games apparently seem to be decent enough yeah the single player yeah. stuff is like because we even that night like we were having uh, I was losing trouble with destiny so like <laughs> we tried to record a video but jordan was just having like 
such a hard time. I he was like losing his mind because it was just dropping out all the time, and we kept losing this one fight. Um, so I was like, oh, oh, fuck was it, we'll no bother. But then, that you know, um, yeah. we played Samurai Showdown, and that was pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were like giggling and laughing, like, we were, like beating the shit out of each other, and our guys were doing these crazy moves. But like the graphic wise, I mean, it looked, it was pretty on par. Like it didn't look like, you know, it actually looked 4K. So I was, I was really confused. I was like, why is it that like one thing is good? And then, and I'm maybe thinking that it's, you know, again, I'm, I'm you know, I'm kind of involved in the industry because I, you know, I'm still, I'm still beginning, but I'm still involved in the industry because I know people who work for these companies, but I know, great. But, you know, a lot of these studios who will work on stuff for like PS5, like and Xbox, uh, the new Xbox, like Series X. I know these guys have had these dev kits for a long time, like a long time building this stuff. And Sony were very mm-hmm. uh, early on saying to people like, look, this is the future tech. You need to be building stuff for it now. Um, but as far as I wasn't told with Google Stadia, a lot of the guys were only getting the ability to port stuff like maybe six months ago. Like they weren't getting a lot of time to optimize stuff for Stadia. In fact, I know, you know, if you look in the Tomb Raider games, there's a separate section that says Stadia credits and they must have put together small teams in the company to just work on that version um, that was mm. launched on Stadia. So that's probably why the Tomb Raider games See, look then, so good because they had an actual dedicated team porting right. it to So that makes Stadia. me think if they're going to do it that way, unless they're willing to expand, obviously. So it's going to be mm-hmm. a few games at a time here and there, a game here, a game there, or a few games at a time. Because they're obviously, like you're mm-hmm. saying, if that is the case, they're going to need to be working on those games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like another arm of the company that will need to port stuff to... Because the porting of stuff to Stadia is, as far as I know, Linux-based, so it's not even Windows-based. So running games on Linux has never been the easiest thing to do. Um, I mean, Steam have tackled that in a sense where they do have a, a launcher for uh, Linux. They even have their own OS. So they've done a lot in the terms of gaming and moving stuff to that platform. But then Stadia is such a new thing. Um, I think it's it's definitely given people headaches and it's definitely like well, that's what they an ongoing working process that will probably never companies. end. Um, yeah, which is, you know, what my original point was, like, it's no finish. Like, th- this does feel more like a beta. Um, and I feel like that's fine, but... Stadia definitely to the wider audience to everybody else in the world should definitely have said like look this isn't a finished product it's not going to be finished till February next year this is a beta if you want to get in the front door well, and mean, play it before everybody else here's your, here's your chance that's you what can the buy the, said literally the 22 hours ago put up a, but it's no finished put up a, uh, an article just literally saying that Google Stadia yeah. should have stayed in beta and I totally agree with that I absolutely agree with that they need to make it very clear that this is not a finished product they, don't, they, they mm. pretty much make things finished product mm. I think that's right or a product that they would probably say. Yeah. Oh, did I? Oh, man. Uh, what have yeah. you You want to say that <laughs> again? Am I back? Is this okay? Can you hear me? Yeah. Do you want to say that um, again, Jordan? Because you, you cut out I'm heavily there, so I couldn't hear anything you said. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, uh, I agree with the word. I think it should have stayed in bear. <laughs> yeah, you're Because back. there's so much still you're to life, work you're out. Hard. There's so much uh, wrinkles to iron yeah, out still. Saying, you, you were saying about it's, the it's, it's, yeah. I don't think they should call it, you know, a, a launch. I know that they're obviously waiting until the mid twenty twenty two, sorry, um, to release the standard the free version. But I mean, surely right now for the people who are pay, actually paying you money, you know, yeah, at least call it a beta. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. I know, as far as I know, this was a... Pro- yeah, I feel like this has been a proving ground for the free release. Like, they were trying to get case. a small, focused, tested group together to work on the initial intro to the, the, the state of the universe. And then when this... Yeah, and then when it launches, I think that's when they're going to really have, like, you know, the stress test. Because if this is free and available to everyone on the planet, then... Oh, God. Good God. I mean, like, they've struggled enough, I think, just now with, like, you know, a couple of thousand people. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like when everybody on the planet can access this, this technology. Um, which is, I think, the biggest appeal of the service because I definitely know people have compared it to xCloud and other services. But then when the base version will be free, I think that's something Xbox. that a lot of people are looking It's actually not called because, a or anything. It's just you know, I think Xbox. also the timing for it has been really difficult because you have ps5 and xbox one x series or whatever it is coming out next year (laughs) xbox series x is the official name but then i don't know where that that that's going to be the worst name ever i I can't understand why they've done that anyway um yeah it's like it's like the it's like the leg of a table so um (laughs) anyway so (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, I saw someone the day they put on Facebook and it was like the true purpose of the new Xbox and it was like literally holding a glass circular table above it that had a PlayStation on top of it. So I was like, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, like mm-hmm. if this had launched closer towards the new console generation, then you would have had people looking at like, well, I can invest £500 mm-hmm. or $500 in a PS5 or an Xbox yeah. Series X or... I can use this totally free service from Google that will let me play the newest games for free, technically. I mean, you have to pay for the game, but then the actual hardware, the service, is free. So, yeah, like, that would have definitely yeah. been, I think, more appealing. I can see that, but you I can know, also see why they released it. Still thinking about that. To, I can see know, why they released had it, it launched when they did as well. November 19, just, just 2020. Then sort of people of, would have been like, right, ah, what right, are the issues? What are people sense. saying? Let's get them sorted. And that's what I'm hoping is happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Google. I'm assuming it is, but mm. definitely, definitely, yeah. Early access is a thing. I mean, just call it. Just call it. This. Yeah, I'm. I'm totally for that. But like I say, I think they should have been definitely more transparent to people and saying, like, look, this is a beta. This isn't a full release. This isn't a full service. It's going to be missing a lot of features. Stuff's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, the fact that, you know, like I said, there's no real UI, the store's kind of still all over the place. I mean, um, the fact that, you know, like the, the Chrome browser doesn't have 4K and the Chromecast are overheating. And, you know, there's there's like, you know, I, I was playing NBA 2K and there was an update in it. You know, I was actually having to wait for an update, which absolutely blew my fucking mind. That was the weirdest thing. Yeah, like literally I opened NBA 2K and it was like, please wait while we update the game. And I was like, are you fucking jesting me? Jesus Christ. And then on top of that, like people have reported that Final Fantasy 15 has had like a load of issues where it's corrupt and save files. So people were playing like, like maybe 20 hours the first couple of days, like playing Final Fantasy on Stadia. And then, uh, cause that's quite an intensive Final Fantasy game. Like even on the PC version, like you need quite a beefy PC to get the best of it, especially 4k. And, um, yeah, people were playing it the first couple of days and then they were getting messages and their files were corrupt and they couldn't re- reclaim their progress, basically. They were having to start again. <laughs> I was like, well, that's fucking, that's really terrible. Play um, the Benny Hill theme tune there. They were doing this whole thing where, like, 
people were contacting like uh, Stadia support and then Stadia were like, oh, you need to go speak to Square Enix. And then the Square Enix team were like, no, you need to go speak to Stadia. So it was like a whole thing. They were just passing people off on each other. <sighs> so I'm that. like, it was just ridiculous. Don't and then, on like, because Center people are. were having such major we issues, you know, they Don't went issuing refunds, and then, and then the, the whole fun. thing of the free games came out that for December. Hilarious. And it was like, oh, bro, we actually had one of the most hilarious and too many. A lot of people were like, yeah, that was funny. That was so. Fun. I know. Fun to, it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's actually it's actually quite fun. Yeah, we had, we've had a couple of laughs playing that. Yeah, I should have been recording that because it was just an absolute pastiche. Like it was so fun. Um, but there was so many people initially had because it wasn't a lot of games. They had bought Farm Simulator, and they had bought Tomb Raider. So when they announced the games, like three weeks later. Everybody was like, what the fuck? I wouldn't have bought these games had I known I was getting them for free. Um, so there was that, like that. And then obviously now people are like, oh, well, the December games will be coming soon. There's no point in buying anything else. Um, so <laughs> it's just a load of wee things that they keep doing and you're like, what are they thinking? What is actually going on behind, you know, like, <laughs> it's like the Google headquarters are on fire. <laughs> like we just kind of see everybody running about screaming. But then at the front, we're like, what's going on, man? Like my, my save file's corrupted. And there's like 40,000 people in the back of Google like, fucking hell, Final Fantasy is not saving. <laughs> like, it's like, what is actually happening? Like, I don't know what has gone on. Um, so it, I, it's that's why I'm saying it's very hard to to put it in a a terms where you know that you can clearly yeah. dictate like this is a good service, this is a bad service. I would recommend this oh, service. Sorry, I wouldn't it be called a beta. There's just like the pros and cons are like on an even scale, if it makes sense, right? Like the pros and the cons are so evenly balanced. Mm-hmm. It's hard to really say one way or the other. And that's why I've got a feel of this area because that exact thing. We're in the middle of a fucking raid, and I know. it just and for we so were many issues I've had with a really good night and it just stuff. disconnected. Flip side of that is, I have had like, wait, what? times where like the service hasn't worked or like cut me off mid thing or closed or broke or I mean it was putting yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, what we were saying. Like we were, we were getting the, told, um, you know, like thirty-five meg should be mm-hmm. all you need for the four K no, experience. Think, and because I'm getting the ten A experience on that's, the Chrome browser, I should only need it, what, it does like twenty meg or something to be that you need which I've an got absolute stable abundance. connection. It's not like well, it's yeah, not really a matter of how much download speed you have. In fact, and no working properly, abundantly clear. But again, you know, because people will be going out buying that three hundred big package or 500 meg package from virgin and expect you know the gaming package and expect you know this will be the ideal thing for stadio but then it, like someone like me 200 megabyte uh download speed on mm-hmm. with virgin and it's you know it's just dropping like when i'm trying to play destiny that shouldn't happen so that i think they need to make that clear if mm-hmm. that is the case that you need a stable connection over like a high download speed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. yeah because i mean people have definitely said that oh, i've got you know 50 60 meg but then the dropout consistency has got to be something you've got to look at like how often is that signal dropping how often are you getting interference with that 
how prioritized is your signal compared to everybody else in your street? You know, like, this is why, you know, Virgin's huge mm-hmm. mega super bundle package thing is, I think they're marketing at gamers because they're trying to say, like, we're going to give you so much bandwidth, mm-hmm. it's going to be almost impossible for you to corrupt I mean, it so much that you kind of get a stable connection. Aye. So, I mean, when you're at the office like, and, uh, you know, when people talk so, about sorry, like 350 office, meg or 300 and, megabyte, you know, download, I'm whatever saying got, and you're playing like a game um, there or something. That's like, great to start with, but then when you know, my girlfriend goes on her phone or her laptop, and my dad's on his phone and then we're watching something on Netflix, all at the same time, that bandwidth only goes so many directions. adds up. Mm. Yeah. Still better than mine, apparently. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially because I've got office Wi-Fi and mm-hmm. networks that are built around these types of offices typically are not consumer level uh fiber. So you're not getting like the best experience money can buy because they're just yeah, well, they're they're just looking at it as a as a way that you just need this for email uh, and maybe occasionally like you know uh, voice calling or or you know video calls and yeah. So for them, like having the super fast stuff that plays games is not a priority for them. So that that makes it difficult. That makes it really hard to to think about you know well, what are we going to do when all these streaming services come online because that's not going to be part of their mo when they want to start you know, issuing uh, fiber to people. But um, for people like me, where my office is like my kind of home away from home because I do so much work here, you know, I watch movies here, I I play games just in between all my work because it's easier to do it here than go home where like, it. you know, I've not really got a dedicated space to to play games or do anything like that just now. So yeah, it's difficult. Um, And then like I say, I think with Google, it's been harder because um, everything's such early access. I think... If you're coming into this, uh, you know, next year, February, March, when the free service launches and maybe got most of the, the the bugs and the kinks out, then sure, like Stadia will probably be fine. It will probably be a service that a lot of people can use and be quite happy with. Is that not? Um, but let's make but that clear. State, Is that not when you're using uh, the A lot of things going on that make the experience no 100%. Um, the one thing I will say above and beyond everything else is uh the technology side of it like the response time is scarily good like even when it's lagging you know i say lagging like you know the video yeah you were streaming red dead were you not well that could be the the case but my experience so far and this is just my experience um of using mouse and keyboard and i was uh, because i've done a stream if people look back on our, our streams i think i streamed like the the night of, I think, it launched or the, or the, I think it was when I got, mm-hmm. the, the, as soon as I got my code, I was streaming basically. Um, I've done, I've done some Red Dead, but I think initially I played some Destiny and uh, Tomb Raider. I think I bought Tomb Raider initially because it was like eight, eight pounds. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, I was like, fuck it. Um, but yeah, I was actually playing uh, Tomb Raider with the controller, the Stadia controller, and it was fine. But then I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really curious. I wonder. So I just like touched my mouse and moved it. And it was so responsive. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like every time I just like slightly touched my mouse, like it turned. Um, and yeah. I was really impressed. And I've played, you know, Red Dead since then and a couple other games. I think um, with multiple different controllers, see, including so the Stadia on the One. Of, and honestly, you know, times and stuff, um, I've, I, I have had that as well. I've thought, oh, this is, you know, this is, is very really good. Especially with Tomb Raider. Consistently um, I played it with an Xbox controller plugged into my PC. You know, it's not 100% with connections or graphics or whatever. 
But on the, the flip, technology that makes it so responsive on the flip. Um, is very impressive. When we up, were, yeah. and that's an excuse because you beat my ass, <laughs> when we were playing uh, that fighting game, I noticed there were some things that my character was doing, like jumping or something, that I'm not even pressing up or anything. Like It's, it's like it's predicted what I was going to do, yeah. and it wasn't what I was going to do. So mm-hmm. I think, and I know that that is a part of the mm-hmm. software and I know they're still working on it, so I can forgive them for that. It's fine. You're, you, you guys are still working yeah. out the kinks on that okay. one. Fair play. Um, but mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, on my experience, there's been a few times where mm-hmm. I've, I've maybe tried to do something, like mm-hmm. uh, Destiny or or that fighting game, and it's it's, it's, yeah. it's done something and it's not what I was going to do or it's or it's moved my character in a weird way. And I'm like, what are you doing? I was, why are you moving my character around? So I don't know if that could, again, that could go down to my connection, just dropping and being crap for, for a limited time. But um, I just thought I had to bring that up because there will be people with the same situation as me. You know, they've not got a steady connection and, and those kind of things will happen. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 It varies. Yeah, I think the the one thing we need to probably preface with this whole conversation yeah. about Stadia post-launch is that this is an online streaming service. Like any online streaming service, which includes stuff like YouTube or Netflix or HBO Go or whatever, um, the experience you will have will heavily rely on the connection. There's already a lot so, of strain on your broadband. Yeah, definitely. So you'll find people have reviewed it and they've been like, this is dog shit. This doesn't work. And people who have reviewed it that are like, this is the best fucking thing ever. I can't believe this technology has been behind closed doors for so long. So... Yeah, like there was that infamous video with the Washington Post where they had like tried to play it on a computer in their office, and an office environment for a gaming uh, gaming setup, even if it's like fiber, yeah, like even if it's a gigabit Ethernet, like yeah, it still absolutely. is in a, a a network setup that isn't recognized like a public domain. So yeah, like this service, if you have a really stable and solid and good connection, will probably be really good. But if your connection is sketchy and really shit at times that you can't even get on your phone, then sure, it's not going to be the best experience. You can't go into this thinking like, regardless of what your internet's like, like it's going to work. Um, yeah. You really have to think about how good is my connection? How often can I stream stuff? And how fast can I... I still you know, for me, at home, my connection is a lot different for the one I'm off as so you know, sure, it's no great in my office, but then when I go home and play it on my Chromecast, it's like night and day. On the 4K TV I have at home, it is like, you can tell it's 4K. You can tell it's pretty high def. It's, you know, it's... Yeah, like it just works and it loads into the games within like 10 seconds, even less than that sometimes. Points and the it works and you can play it out of the TV. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's, it's scarily how good it looks. Um, for something that is streaming content to a computer, uh, or from a computer, sorry, to my TV. Um, yeah, it, it it works. Like you know, I remember uh, I was I was kind of playing it at one point, and uh, Diane was like, uh, "Oh, did you bring like an Xbox <laughs> home? How are you playing this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's the, the Stadia thing I told you about the cloud service." And she's like, "Yeah." She was like, she was like "Oh, where, where is it? I don't have you got like a box?" And I was like, "No, it's like it's just a it's a Chromecast in the back of my TV. This is getting streamed yeah. to the the TV." 
as you, she was like streamed, you know, I'm like, it's like watching a YouTube uh, video that I can't interact with. And she just couldn't fathom what was actually going on. Well, she, I mean, it was like, she was I like, how is this I, magic I, I, possible? I absolutely but, agree with you. I think that's, I think yeah, that's going to be the future. I mean, even Amazon's jumping uh, on the bandwagon. Set up, um, it is impressive technology. I, I do know that um, there is, game, um, it's a some streaming companies, service some network companies that are actually has reliable uh, Wi-Fi. change so their service and offer you've got to take everything way better internet. Like, Gig, I do think like in the one future, gig, two gig internet, that kind maybe of thing. even five years from now, I think it's definitely going to be like the norm. I think it's going to be something we're going to be using more and more every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that. That was just announced recently. Uh, fun, fun fact by Boris Johnson. Woohoo! Um, yeah, for free. That, uh, they're they're mm -hmm. accelerating their plans in the UK uh, by eight years. I think it was to Wonder bring my, gigabit uh, Ethernet to um, the UK. So currently, Virgin is testing the service in somewhere down south. I think near Birmingham and a couple of different places um, have access to gigabit Ethernet just now. They're the they're the official guinea pigs, and then as of next year. Most uh, Virgin customers who are on the 350 meg plan, I think, will be upgraded to the gigabit I can Ethernet. Imagine. I can imagine. So uh, that'll be interesting because that's going to be a definite um, awesome service. Well, they said, um... yeah, they definitely adjust I as know, the new ridiculous. services come out. Because when I was on the 200 like, meg oh, service, I think a while back, they movie. just sent me a thing saying, "Do you want to upgrade to the 350 <laughs> meg or the 300 <laughs> meg service?" And I was like, "Yeah, go, cool. That'll be better. That'll probably be more reliable." Um, but the gigabit <laughs> Ethernet service, I think, is going to be quite competitively priced. I think it's going to be about sixty bucks a month. Um, that's tons. Yeah, which that's I think for gigabit for gigabit Ethernet, that's why I usually get because then you're talking about. You can download. You can download a gig a second. That's like <laughs> that's that's crazy fast. It's so, crazy, man. yeah. It's crazy. A full Blu-ray downloaded in like. Well, I know Sky's doing so. tests now as well. I know they're they're yeah. up in their internet. You're like holy, holy. I mean, like worst case worst case scenario. I mean, you're talking like maybe like eight hundred, nine hundred meg per second, but still, that's like mm -hmm. that's faster than you can. That's like. That's it's like faster a, yeah, than you can BTT transfer some data over those. USB. I mean, like, we're talking about, like, crazy speeds. Crazy speeds. So, crazy. So, yeah, like, that's that's going to be the, the norm as of next year. Um, yeah, but then Sky, any... It's like when you talk about cell phone towers in this country where, you know, you've got, like, three and all these different manufacturers. There's only one company, usually, that owns the cell phone towers. A lot of them are BT. So... Yeah, so that's all of those guys who piggyback off the cell towers are paying money to the people who own the cell towers, and it's the same with, uh, like the you know like people who've got you know like fiber rubber and like BT and stuff. They have an infrastructure uh, set up, but the majority of the fiber network in the UK is owned and operated by Virgin. So, if you're a Virgin customer, you probably will get the best experience you possibly can get. Um, also, you know they have the bandwidth, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's there's definitely there's there's definitely people in the UK that can offer services that are 
um, of the same kind of calibre, but then getting to a point where it's going to be like, like, like yeah. the gigabit Ethernet stuff so, is not going to be something like, everybody can offer straight away. So relating like, this to Stadia, I think it's going to be... They will have the best use of it. In the years coming, especially in the next two years, I think it's going to be a massive but then, difference. You know, I think we're going to see much better service. You know, I'm hoping more transparency for another maybe few years. Um, I mean, because that's Virgin just will definitely be like so much at the front that of we're that. We're still kind of um, not sure about, and they need and to they, come out and say they'll, they'll know, be making sure that their customers and their why. customers say it's only a beta. get access to just that. Just say first. it's a beta. It's an early access so, service. Just say it's a it's in beta, and we're testing it. Yeah. Yeah. Just even if they were, like you said, yeah. Just I'll even just if you said like they were more transparent in the sense. fact that even like, even like the Final Fantasy stuff, they were like, "Hey guys, just letting you know we're having real issues with Square Enix. Um, if anybody's really wanting, or if anybody's having a lot of issues and they're wanting to refund uh, Final Fantasy, yeah. <laughs> even if you went past the two-hour mark, then we'll totally refund it for you. That's not a problem." And then even with the whole like two meter stuff and the farming simulator, um, people were kicking up like a huge stink. And it took them forever, and then they were eventually like. If you want to refund Tomb Raider and Farm Simulator, then we'll facilitate that. Yeah. Like, I only bought Tomb Raider because it was literally, like, £8. Well, there's a game I can play in Stadia. Yeah. So, why not? You know what I mean? Because the problem with Stadia now also is that there just isn't a lot of games on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think even with the, the last couple that have came out uh, this week, it only maybe brings their total to something like 30 games. And that's no lot of games. When you consider that's, like, the amount of games I think xbox has on just their game pass if not more so uh, and then obviously xcloud like people have just surmised this again and again is that xcloud has over 50 games you know and they're all free at the moment so that'll obviously be a paid service at one point but like at the moment oh no they own the the license like they're no way of touching or even coming close to I definitely think my improvements for the service would be something that people have bitched and moaned about. And I totally get that this sounds like I'm kind of like jumping on the bandwagon now, but like initially I was, I was definitely like, if you have to buy your own games, that's totally fine because like any really? online service, including steam, you have to pay full price for the games to get access to them. That. And then even then you're only getting the privilege to download of the games to your computer. You don't really own it. Steam could at any point be like, nah, fuck that. And take, yeah, like Steam, if they, if they take the game, that's happened to me. They, I mean, they done way back, there was a huge dispute. I never made the details, but like when they remade the Monkey Island games, there was a whole thing like with publishing that it got totally messed up. So the games I bought, like the Monkey Island remastered games, like they disappeared off Steam at one point. I just couldn't get access to them anymore. Monthly. Yeah, yeah, they took them away. And and there was a couple of Star Wars games as well because of Disney disputes and stuff. Um, like Steam will just take Great. stuff offline. Um, Stadia um, now sometimes or they get you could call it. the ability for people to keep it on their storefront, but then sometimes, Aye. like I just lost certain games, I'll just never get back. So, like that's the same thing. But then Stadia has just that problem pass. now that it just doesn't make have enough pass. content. And, that's I, and the best back to my original thing point, going on right now, you know, a minute later, um, they need a Game Pass. They need something that's like you pay. Mm-hmm. You know, like your pro subscription is ten pound a month. Yeah, but then on top of that, if you wanted to pay twenty pound a month, 
then it you get sense. pro plus you get access to like 20 games yeah like, or stadia like pro xl you know like where you get your, <laughs> you get your pro but you well, also I mean, get like 20 odd a group of 20 games now but i can play argue for, that even though they you know, do have great games on that on that uh, platform it's not yeah. like game pass. game pass is constantly adding games and I have watched always usually so many really things like i listened to game scoop recently including many other yeah. podcasts and people were like game pass Which is like a breath of fresh air They're like why are people so not doing this and i was so console. stoked about that like, that is yeah that like, game like i was game extremely looking forward like, to and i had actually i can had see no a idea time like in five years we'll be looking back and thinking why was game pass not like standard why was every company not doing that makes so much sense Absolutely. Mm. I can play that world on your phone. Oh, yeah. Oh. Aye. <laughs> That's just a smart and like, decision. Like third party stuff, like Outer Worlds came out like day and day on Game Pass, and we got to play it. Yeah, we got to play it day one. Yeah. Yeah. And it happened. <laughs> and that's a game like Borderlands that if it lives on stereo would be great because like Borderlands also, you know, that's a good chunk of maybe 30 hours worth of content, including no all the DLC. If Outer Worlds was on there, then fuck man. I mean pfft, Yeah, like how good? Um I mean like, there's just so much that um because they were talking about the whole thing of like, was it port everything to Switch? It was like one of the initiatives where they wanted to try and get like everything to Switch. And then people also joked about Witcher coming to Switch and then fucking hell, it happened. So, and then people were like, it's not the best place. Like they said this on, on GameScoop also, they said like, Witcher 3 is not, you know, it's oh my God. the Witcher 3 and Switch is not the best place to play that game. However, it is the best place to play that game portably. And that's one thing that they are taking a helm of is like, you oh, can play most things, the dream. triple that games the dream. on the Switch and take it with you anywhere you go, <laughs> which is something that no anybody <laughs> else so at true. the moment is solving. So if Stadia had stuff like Cyberpunk oh when it comes out day and day on Stadia, can and you had the ability to play that on your phone and take it with you, can you imagine the many the people Witcher who is play now on Game Pass on their phone or their tablet? The Witcher 3 like, is now on Game Pass. That's like yeah. Dream World Gaming. That's like something that folk have thought about for years but has uh, never been accomplished i mean being able to sit in a cafe yeah open your iPad, was and lift that. the controller at your bag and play good. cyberpunk anywhere like there's a bug. i mean oh, I hear the reach man come on i can't throw i can't even throw enough money the screen. like it's just yeah i mean it's it's just something that i think they're probably building towards well that's why i got it i think yeah Yes, as well as um, oh shit, what was else that just came out recently that was really good as well? Oh, my friend, my friend Pedro. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Halo Reach. Um, mm-hmm. Halo Reach came out in Game Pass as well. I was like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that I really loved about that, especially, and I think that's why I got Game Pass, was the fact that um, I could play Gears Five like the day of release, um, like that. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I couldn't believe I didn't actually pay like what well, I'm paying money, but I didn't pay like sixty bucks for that game. Like I just clicked a button and downloaded it, and I was playing Gears Five. I was like, "What? What's happening? What's going? On? What is this magic? What's what, what's Phil Spencer conjured that I'm now playing?" So yeah, like uh, Stadia definitely has the ability to do that. But then the the and you look. It's funny when you look back at the original announcement um, where they announced that a was it GDC or Gamescom? I think it was GDC, but um they were 
standing in that background or Phil was and I had all these um, publishers and first and third party people that were at the back of them that were part of Stadia, yeah. um, including people like EA and other companies. But then like we only have 30 games in it and it's like, well, where are the rest? What has actually happened to all the other games and all the other companies you partnered with? Are yeah. they like, have they pulled out at this point? Have they disassociated themselves with, the, with you guys at the last minute because things were fucking up? Like what is, what's going on? I mean, Rockstar was definitely a surprise and I was Not like, surprised. well, I wonder, well, I suppose if you wanted to make your game even bigger than it already is, offer it to another platform, but then you're like, oh, there's no more platforms you can offer Grand Theft Auto 5 to. And you're like, oh, here's Stadia. Now we can do that. But then they've Did just put extra zeros Red to Dead that on number, it. Guy? I don't what know if that's like a frick? testing ground where they're like, well, if Red Dead works on that, then we can port GTA as well because I think they would be I think it would be silly no to put GTA on Stadia because that that game in itself. <laughs> yeah. I think it's still in the top five best-selling games every month of Xbox and PlayStation, and it was released in 2013. It's like, it's absolutely stupid that that yeah, game is no, still absolutely. top in the charts. Oh, Even I'm trying not to even think about it. I remember when I run a... I know. Like I remember when I was, uh, I had an old gaming channel ages ago, and uh, I done a whole video about like, oh my god, they That's just good. announced Grand Theft Auto Five, and it was in like 2012 <laughs> or something like that, and I got hyped about it then. But then, like, yeah, it's like <laughs> new Grand Theft Auto is such yeah, right. a, a common thing. Like it's just such a like you know people who didn't play video. It's like Mario. People who didn't play video games know what Grand Theft Auto is. I mean, so. Mm-hmm. Um. If they didn't bring that to Stadia, I think that would be it would be yeah, in their world. It's arcadey. Yeah, like people I know who are like, oh, like you can race cars in it and shoot things. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then there's like the one thing I got excited about with the new Red Dead. I'm really getting into Red Dead Online, by the way, because Red Dead Online. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about Red Dead Online. When you when you play GTA Five, since then. Let me tell you a story. Um, when you back in the day when you when you play grand theft auto 5 um the game is like a million miles a second it goes from zero to 100 like in the first like five seconds you spawn into the into the 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 world because there's people like Get yeah paid there's like people beans. throwing you know like rocket launchers everywhere or there's like so detail helicopters yeah. flying over you and cars like zip it's just chaos not to mention just the traffic and people that are there already um and then you throw on top of that like casino yeah. nights and headquarters and death rays and you're like oh my god what is what is going on you get such a headache switch to red dead right you're playing that i'm yeah. sitting by the fire oh I'm man i haven't bit of meat. i, I got up I for the fire and i walked on my horse trot along a wee shop or a wee village or a wee out of town place like roads and you know, sharpen my tools, clean my guns, take a wee bounty, head out to the country. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Like, pray. it's so, yeah, it's like, it's so slow paced that it's like, it's relaxing. It's like, you take a couple mm. of people and you do a mission, you get to shoot a couple of folks, but it's no anything like where, you know, you're getting the bounty cars thrown at you left, right and centre and people They're are firing so guns in there. It's just, people are so civilised and occasionally you get an asshole and stuff like that that'll like just shoot at you for a reason, but, most people in the towns, because like the mics are always on, just talk to you and like, oh hey man, what's happening? And oh, I'm just gonna do a bounty kill and um <laughs> Yeah. But it's like Red Dead Online on Stadia, especially now because there's not a lot of players in it. 
it's just so chill. Like it's just really nice oh to God. go and do a mission and, and get back in, come back and fix. Fix a wee bit of your... I mean, technically, it's it's ridiculous. And then, you know, it fixes a wee bit of your camp. I'm still playing, and then the, a wee I'm bit, still playing and then the epilogue of that game. dog for your camp, so when you come back to your <laughs> camp, you're the dog the epilogue of that game. And, I and that's like, the, the one thing I, I got excited about was, like, a lot of the DLC that's now coming out for Red Dead, the stuff that, you know, you can become a bounty uh, hunter. It's or you the can after, become, after the uh, game. I like it. Oh, there's so... Mate, oh, dude, I had a fucking sorry. experience spoiler, of the night when spoiler. I got to Bounty Hunter rank 5. Yeah, yeah, I'm ranked like 8 now. Fair, when I got to rank 5 and I learned how to spin my gun, I was um, losing my shit. I was like, oh, I can spin my yeah. gun in my finger. This is so cool. Spoiler, um, and, uh, and yeah, like there's there's a ton of stuff like that. But then uh, the Moonshiner DLC now allows you to have a bar that you can run. So you can... So you can have a wee, uh, a wee, a wee home away from your home that's no lying outside in the dirt all the time. Yeah, it's an it's an enjoyable. I've grind completed as well, that game. I think. I've got to it's the end of it. I'm accident and you can't take that, a break when you do this. Like, oh, happens, this nice. but, uh, oh, have you played all the Martians missions? No. Okay. No. Yeah. 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 yeah, I know. Well, he was the protagonist in the first game, so he does live. Yeah, spoiler. Um, yeah, but yeah, the the whole Martian thing after. It. But then, yeah, like the, I just kind of done all that, and then I was like, right, time to go on online. And uh, I think online's a bit better because oh, the time uh, and effort you put into that, you're building up your own character. I know somebody yeah. else, like you know, like uh, Dutch or um, Arthur or, or Martian. It's like it's your own version of a cowboy. Um, and there's a cool outfit, I think, you unlock at 10. Yes. It's not even like I would say too grindy. Like, because I've, I mean, I spent maybe a good solid, like, two or three nights, the first couple of nights I had the game, playing with a wee posse of people that I, I kind of ganged up with. And I managed to get, like, yeah, I think, yeah. level 10 to level 25 in about two nights. And then on top of that, like, I got to rank six or seven in the I bounty hunter stuff, and then... Because I was getting the really stuff, into I think the I'm online, I was playing on, I think I'm, like, level five and that Just doing well. bounty hunter missions, because they're great. What's there's the other so one I've got to do that's not a collector? That time where were, I don't know if they're still doing it. The one where you have to skin animals and sell pelts. Hunter thing, yeah, basically, I. So I'm I'm about five or six in that as well, but I want to get to ten in bounty hunter, because then you get the the bounty wagon, the one where you can, like, throw them in the back. There's five difficulty levels, or not? Every time you complete it, you unlocked one at the start as like well. So I've got that one. That's one I always wear. But I just wanted to wear something different because everyone was wearing like the same stuff. So I just wanted to have something that made me stand out. But it's funny because oh, your really tokens like, also unlock. I really like, want to play uh, that. You've got me in the mood of playing it. Of, like guns and belt holsters. So like my whole bounty hunter motif at the moment is like black and gold. Like all my I've already my got guns and my, my outfits are all black with like gold trimming. So. Yeah, it was. Mm. Yeah, new, the the legendary bounties. Yes, there's one every week, and then I think I at certain times Especially you'll with, get like double XP I mean, for bounties. Like it makes sense for someone who's able to get different stuff that be able, you know. If everything's you yeah. know going well straight Basically, away and yeah, it's always you know you, you rarely get a disconnected or anything um, like that. but now the moonshine uh, stuff just for came me, out it's so like, that's like a whole it's almost thing every, well. not every time actually that's the lie it's not yeah. every time there's been times where i'll just well, be the only thing we're playing red dead again is that you've got to buy it in stadia it's not uh, done anything bad it's worked really well 
Oh, I, but I, there's I still that risk, and I don't. Moment, I can't justify still, paying that money for that I game. Fifty bucks. Yeah, not um, yet. Once it's like it okay, I can guarantee I'm um, going to get a stable connection no matter what. Which I mean, it's it's then it's a difficult yeah, one because I'll, I'll, I might buy it in Stadia. I can totally recommend Red Dead because I'm having such a good time with it, and like it is such a good game. Like I mean, we know, but then to buy it on Stadia at that price, it's like oh, it's a lot of money. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah i think definitely um the more you play it i think every day i've seen the one thing i've definitely seen that's been very yeah. positive is the fact that every day i would go on or every couple of days i would go on and try something else there's like a little improvement in every game um i definitely noticed since like the first day i played red dead on launch and like playing it like last night um there's a noticeable difference like in just quality and responsiveness and how the game looks and the vegetation all that kind of stuff like because you're you're visiting it like every day and you're looking for this stuff you will notice it really quickly and definitely i found that yeah. every time i've went on every other game i've played looks sense, like yeah. a wee bit better every night so um they're obviously at the back like running about like headless chickens trying to fix stuff and we're, we're just seeing it like every so often but um yeah there's definitely um there's definitely like a, 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 I'm trying to think of the word. There's definitely a, a feeling that they are taking the launch seriously. They are taking the whole ability and Stadia to run. And like, they're definitely invested in, in the tech mm -hmm. and the, the the vision of Stadia. So I think even if you bought Red Dead and you felt like in the end it yeah. wasn't going to be worth it. Before we go, it's a hard one. It is really I hard, want to bring up something. Um, I definitely think it's like the way the servers so are set something up that I feel like we need to talk about, and moment, that is the pricing. It's probably the best place the to play it games because because there's, there's been a whole controversy with Dark Siders so, Genesis. There's, there's that positive swing in it, and I think obviously whatever ten dollars, especially with PC, and I've I don't got know. A pretty in the UK, it's ten pounds more than it is on Steam. rig runs. I mean, it only I say it struggles. It only struggles because I'm running everything at four K. Which is obviously four times the amount of information. So, if I wasn't so, running at four K, it probably would look they a wee bit better and would run a lot more efficiently. But then, like Red Dead is such an involved and technically amazing piece of you know gaming well, that I can uh, say Red Dead to be able is to run it on something like a cloud service and not to worry about like the pro, you know your friends so and stuff. I'd I don't know. It's about I mean Odyssey. Relaxing. Assassin's Creed Odyssey so, is fifty five pounds. Yeah. Come on, that's been around for a bit now. Yeah, it was down at like twenty pound or something. Yes. It's thirty four. It's thirty four ninety nine on Stadia. But, yeah, Borderlands is definitely a good something price. Something on yeah. Steam at the moment. Yes. 
Still yeah, because that's. I think there's some other games that are the similar. I think was it Just Dance or another weird game like that yeah. where it was more expensive. On yeah, I suppose. Well, to be fair with that as well, also when I bought it, um, was it Black Friday Maybe or just before Black Friday? Be like. It was like 20 bucks and I got it. So, and then obviously just now, uh, Borderlands and a couple of other games are also on sale for Christmas. So, um, like I think Ghost Recon yeah. now is 30 bucks, uh, Borderlands 3 is 30 bucks as well, which is it's reasonable tough as well for because I'm game. busy a lot and uh, you're busy a lot. It's when we get Firefighters Genesis well. is definitely one of the exceptions, and I don't understand why it is like that. Either the publishers, well, the, apparently the publisher sets the price and then Stadia have to get permission to have deals on them so i don't know if they've been like because it's a new service and we're we're like giving you this ex, this exclusivity or this you know this extra thing you have to give us more money so maybe that's why they're they're charging extra i definitely feel like they initially said that they would be competitive with their pricing so if it's 26 on steam i don't think it should be 10 you yeah, like I'm going to point out as well. I've just I was almost tempted to buy Breakpoint, and it just came out. I didn't want to because I knew specifically. Keep in mind, this is an extremely bad review. There's not a lot of people on the servers just right? yet, and like Jordan, Jordan wasn't going to so buy it. So thirty pounds for Pro, that's point, fine. A lot of that is built around. But I've just noticed the base price, the yeah, RRP for it, like, or whatever. Do what I say? Yeah, I mean it's great because if you get two players, you can set the co-op thing. But like, if there's no, there's only one ease, then it's like considering you can get much brand new anywhere else for about thirty quid. It's made by Gomad, and there's no team, so like, I love that idea. So I really want to visit that world again. But keep it that kind of slash. It's really hard to justify that when unless they have got that extra ten bucks, and then on top of that, you know, you're not going to buy it. So I'm like, well, there's no much incentive. I mean, like if Jordan bought Red Dead at this at this point in time, it's great because I've got it already, so you'd have something to play with, but. Um, at the same time, it's like fifty bucks, which is a lot oh, of money for anybody. Right um, oh, no, sixty percent off right now on UPlay, and it's and Division Two is eighty percent off on UPlay right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see that. Oh. oh well then that's all right yeah i think it's mm. <sighs> it's difficult good. though because like but, but how, do, need, um, how, need how do you justify it being like you know 60 bucks when like you said you can go into like the uplay oh, store good. and i think get it on offer for yeah Mm-hmm. see this is a whole thing as well of like um the uplay yeah. stuff because they have said that when the uplay plus service launched because it's already launched and so hopefully I think by can that pay point like we can play it on 15 bucks a month and you can get access to all these games pixel. um which is great because they've also said that that will also integrate with stadia pro so or stadia in general so if you have uh a U- yeah, because if you have a U- if you get the Ubisoft Game Plus thing, and then you have a Stadia thing, then it means that all the UPlay games that are on Stadia will be playable um, through your subscription thing. So, yeah, yeah that'll be interesting. 
Who's got no, more phones? You, you only iPhones need or... access to the service. You Android that service thing. The Pro gets you the 4K 60 FPS and everything, but the base just games. Um, if you get a UPlay Plus thing, will be integrated in a Stadia. So oh, yeah. um, essentially, that'll be good because for a lot of people, the who will have that service already. Uh, Samsung and Stadia's are free, so you would really just need sign to up make for it and everything. Like, yeah, you'd be able to play sure. those games anywhere. So yeah. Well, no, it's because I suppose they know the capabilities well, yeah, of those phones. Yeah, they've said that uh, so. the Google Chrome support for, you know, like the, the Chrome browser stuff, like the 4K version of that is coming in 2020. I don't know when in 2020, but they've also said the iPhone stuff and like other mobile devices will also be coming in 2020 because they're going to also want to appeal to the, the biggest and mass, most mass origin or most or the biggest audience they can. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be the case. Um, huge potential, huge potential. I definitely I'm sure the last time I looked at them Apple was losing its market share and I think the split was like it was Samsung, Apple and Huawei they were the three like major yeah so well it is because the Google Pixel runs on Android so it is Android compatible at the moment but only on those Google Pixel phones I'm just waiting for it to come to tablet because I have an iPad Pro, which is like a 12-inch screen. So if I can take that on my controller anywhere, then fuck, I'm done. I mean, so I, I mean, there's definitely. I think the takeaway for the day is that there's Stadia is and the technology and the general app is great. We we enjoy it. We think it's great and a great technology and a great idea. And we think it's still got more a, layers to that lasagna. The future ahead of it. Still need to get some more. Yeah, at the moment there is a lot of things that stick out that really need to be fixed before it becomes, (laughs) I would say, a viable service. Um, a lot of a lot of services and features that a lot of these guys like PlayStation and Xbox already have that uh, that they're missing stuff like achievements and Google Assistant and friends list and all that kind of stuff and voice and chat. Like everything needs to just be a bit more one hundred percent before it's considered like a full fledged app that will work and run in any situation that's um, the thing i'm most excited about yeah that's i think if you're definitely going to test its limits is so it's an interesting seven, investment and that's when we'll really really regret it and also kind of run it, the, yeah. the potential in the future for the service kind is going to be good as well so, yeah i think in general just um a really good service but um definitely needs um, a so bit cool. more love and, and tlc especially because um, most oh continue yeah we're away <laughs> some cheese on top yeah Couple of cheese. The curtains closing. Yeah, yeah, it's the vegan cheese. So, yeah, man. Yeah, no, there's 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 a lot to, to, to iron out, but I think it's it's uh it's definitely a bright future ahead of it. I definitely. I'm, I'm, it's not something I'm going to look at it oh, and wait. say like in three months this is going to be dead. It's going to be you know maybe it's going to be isn't it? No, this has definitely got a future. I can see even in the next year this is going to be something that people will you know like. Have you seen this thing on YouTube? You can launch for free and it runs Cyberpunk at 4K. Like you know, and then it's my birthday. Oh yeah, Cyberpunk will become the new crisis. It will be the game that benchmarks systems. Yeah, so um, you know, so yeah, like when you can just like open a browser and be like, oh hey, you seen Cyberpunk? You want to play it? Like yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. So bye. Yeah, yeah continue. No, no, yeah, we're, we're we're heading out. We're moving out because the, yeah, yeah. Me and George are going to see Star Wars tonight. So uh. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting evening, so we're going to have to head off and, and get ready, but uh, yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, yeah. Anyway, okay, thanks guys for listening. Uh, we'll try and get some more episodes before Christmas. If we don't get one out, um, let me just say on behalf of me and Jordan, for everybody to have a, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year when it comes. And uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. Leave your comments. I know, and it's your birthday. Uh, leave your comments and suggestions down below. Um, if there's anything we can do to change or make this show better, or any questions you have for us, leave them and uh, we'll get back to us. This uh, service is available on YouTube, Spotify, many other podcast services around the world. If you want to listen to us, many will leave some reviews and some feedback, and uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Later, my dudes.